This is Barry Zelma, Zelma on Insurance. I am an attorney who has retired from the practice of law and now spend my time as an insurance claims consultant and insurance claims expert witness and author and producer of these videos. Today I'd like to talk about the poor statistics the states of the United States have with regard to insurance fraud and what insurance people can do to change those statistics. It is, in my opinion, the obligation of all who work to protect insurers against insurance fraud to do something to change the situation. Methods that are available and that should be exercised by every person who wants to reduce the effect of insurance fraud include lobby to change the system so that all money goes to all kinds of insurance fraud at the discretion of the Commissioner of Insurance. Prosecutors should be assigned to the Fraud Bureau or Fraud Division of the Department of Insurance, and their only job must be to prosecute insurance fraud. And when the district attorney does not file a criminal complaint, the fraud investigator or lawyer for the insurer must complain loudly. The Insurance representatives should work within the system we have. That means they must report every suspected fraudulent claim to the Fraud Division or Fraud Bureau in their state. Follow up with the Fraud Division after you get the letter saying they won't investigate, which is almost standard. Supplement the suspected fraudulent claim report with investigation results and transcripts of examinations under oath. Develop a personal relationship with supervising investigators at the Fraud Division or Fraud Bureau. In addition, the claims professional, the people involved in the fight against insurance fraud, must, when the Fraud Division refers a case to a prosecutor, determine the identity of the prosecutor and make it clear to the prosecutor that you represent an interested and proactive victim. Make it clear to the prosecutor that your insurance company is upset that it is a victim of a crime and make it clear to the prosecutor you will make available to him or her anything required. Make it clear to the prosecutor that you and other employees of the insurance company will be available to testify at any trial. If you are in California and 60 days go by after the case is referred to the district attorney, demand compliance with the requirements of California Insurance Code. California Insurance Code Section 1872.4 provides, 
in relevant part as followed and is a wonderful tool available to every insurer. Quote, if prosecution by the district attorney concerned is not begun within 60 days of the receipt of the commissioner's report, the district attorney shall inform the commissioner and the insurer as to the reasons for the lack of prosecution regarding the reported violations. If you are not in California, look for similar statutes in the state you are in or simply complain to the DA or state's attorney who are, of course, public servants and who are required to serve the needs of the public. And insurance companies are members of the public and are victims of a crime. The letter demanding an explanation for why there is no prosecution should go to the elected district attorney. He or she will refer your letter for response to a head deputy. Often they will tell you that the only reason for the failure is that other cases always have priority over insurance fraud. The district attorney of every county must be made aware that he or she is obligated to inform the insurance company victims why the crime is not being prosecuted. Remember, they're getting special donations from insurance companies under special taxes to fund their fraud units, and they should be working to prosecute those cases. With enough letters and complaints, insurance fraud may finally be recognized by prosecutors to be a serious crime. It is also the obligation of everyone involved in the effort to hinder insurance fraud to do the following. Write articles for your local newspapers explaining what is happening with regard to fraud and how it is costing them money. Telephone local reporters and complain that they don't cover the crime. Call talk radio and explain the expense of insurance fraud. Volunteer for your company's speakers bureau and give talks on insurance fraud to every Rotary, Lions, BPOE, or other service organization meeting. Appear at the trial of every insurance fraud case, whether you're there as a witness or not, just to let them know that both the defendant's victim is concerned and wishes to attend the trial. Demand restitution when an insurance fraud perpetrator is convicted. Refuse to pay fraudulent claims, and when sued by people who are believed to have presented a fraudulent claim, insist that the claim be tried to a jury before any payment is made. To defeat insurance fraud, it must be prosecuted. In order to get it prosecuted, the insurer unlike other victims of crime, must actually do the work to collect sufficient evidence. It will never be defeated until the public and prosecutors recognize 
that insurance fraud is a serious problem and a serious crime. The public must understand that the prosecution of insurance fraud is still rare. Most state statutes compelling insurers to form fraud investigation units usually have no penalties if the insurer fails to establish such a unit. Compared with California regulations that impose a $55,000 fine for failure to establish an SIU or loss of the insurer's certificate of authority to do business in the state. This situation seems unlikely to change until states put in place statutes similar to California's Insurance Fraud Prevention Act that facilitate prosecution of fraud. And then, of course, to convince the local prosecutors to actually prosecute the insurance violation of the Insurance Frauds Protection Act. The following organizations assist insurance fraud investigators in completing effective investigations. The National Insurance Crime Bureau, the NICB. The Property Insurance Loss Rec Registry the International Association of Special Investigation Units, the International Association of Arson Investigation Units, and their state units that perform the same effort in stopping arson, the National Association of Certified Fraud Investigators, and the Association of Certified Fraud Examiners. Communities may also have associations of fraud investigators such as the Southern California and Northern California Fraud Investigations Investigators Associations. The statutes that are designed to fight insurance fraud, like California's Insurance Fraud Protection Act, put the onus of the fight on insurers. They are compelled to protect themselves from a vicious and difficult-to-detect crime within the confines of the Fair Claims Practices Act. Failure to fight crime effect, effectively and aggressively will draw the wrath of the Department of Insurance down on the insurer, while the Department of Insurance does very little to actually prosecute the crime. Fighting fraud aggressively also draws down the wrath of plaintiff's bar and raises the specter of punitive damages on the insurance companies. Insurance fraud is successful because it places the insurer in a perfect catch-22 where it is damned if it does and damned if it doesn't. The public needs to know about insurance fraud. It is the obligation of every adjuster insurance fraud investigator or insurance attorney to explain to the public how important the fight against insurance fraud is to the community. Insurance fraud investigators know that prosecutors prefer to avoid insurance fraud prosecutions because they're complicated and usually paper-heavy. After all, it is much easier to prosecute or defend auto accident cases because neither the prosecutor nor the insurance defense attorney understands insurance fraud. 
Each incorrectly believes it will be difficult to explain fraud to a jury. Reporting on the inadequacies of governmental oversight of Medicare and Medicare, a U.S. Senate committee reported that Medicare had paid as much as $92 million from 2000 to 2007 for medical services or equipment ordered or prescribed by doctors who were dead at the time. Many had died more than five years before the date when they supposedly ordered or authorized the service. Health care fraud is said to cost U.S. taxpayers hundreds of billions of dollars a year. Hardly a week goes by without authorities in states reporting another arrest, indictment, or conviction for Medicare fraud, which has replaced the drug trade as the crime of choice among many criminals. The cases often involve multi-million dollar schemes featuring bogus suppliers of wheelchairs or other so-called durable medical equipment devices and sham infusion therapies for the treatment of HIV or AIDS. It is time, in my opinion, that the Congress give more than lip service to the fight against fraud and actually make it a serious crime that is prosecuted by the Justice Department. When Congress ignores a crime against it that allows criminals to take from the government not just insurance companies, more than $300 billion every year. The Congress and the public it represents must scream to the rooftops that it must be stopped. This video was adapted from my book, Zelma on Insurance Claims, Part 110, Second Edition, which is available as both a Kindle book and a paperback from Amazon.com or can be found at my website, Zalma.com, by clicking on the uh, Insurance Claims Library link. If you found this video to be of use to you or your colleagues, please refer me to them. And if you wish to learn about more videos as they come about, please sign up and subscribe to my blog at http://www.zelma.com/blog. Thank you again for your attention.